You are listening to the How to Talk to Girls podcast with me, Trip Kramer. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the How to Talk to Girls podcast. I'm your host, Trip Kramer from tripadvice.com. On today's episode, we are going to be talking about talking. Back to the roots. The show is called How to Talk to Girls, so let's give you a specific episode on how to talk to girls, specifically how to be a smooth talker. And I'm going to be giving you a formula. I'm going to be telling you exactly the steps to take to be a smooth talker. Let's talk about what that means for a second. What does it mean to be smooth? What does it mean to be a person who is good at talking? It means that conversation, talking, communication comes easy to you. And I want that for you. I want that for everyone who's listening. I want conversation to be something that literally flows off the tongue. And I want you to be able to talk to women, to men, to colleagues, to your boss, to your family members, to your friends, to strangers, all in a way that makes you feel comfortable and confident. I always say that confidence comes from competence, and in order to be competent in something, you have to repeat it. You have to do it over and over. You're going to hear me talk about this on today's episode, along with some other things. Now, today's episode is a YouTube audio that I extracted from a video that I made last year. And I thought that it was too good to not be shared here on the podcast with you. And I've done this a few times recently where I've been taking some longer form YouTube videos that I find and and pick personally to make sure that they are good. Of course, I think all the stuff I put out is good. But uh, every once in a while, there's little gems that stick out. And I want to give you that gem, the podcast listener. And I found this one and I thought it was awesome. And of course, very appropriate for the podcast, How to Talk to Girls. So you're going to be hearing that, and we're going to cut to that in just a bit here. First, I want to give you some updates over here on my end. So some things that I'm working on. So for the next few months, I'm going to be working on redoing my Hooked program. That is my video course that uh, at least a few thousand people have at this point. And if you're listening and you have it, well, that's great because I'm going to be upgrading it and you're going to be grandfathered in. So that means that any upgrades that come to that program or literally any other program that you have purchased, you are going to get free upgrades. I'm always making things better. Uh, I wouldn't say it's a complete change. It's not like the old material is going to be replaced by new material that completely changes everything you learned, but it's just going to be presented in a different way. There's going to be more examples. It's just a better version. And we over here at TripAdvice will always be upgrading and making sure that you have the most cutting edge and best information to be meeting, dating, talking to, seducing women that you're interested in. There's other programs in the members area that you'll see. I have a program that is my sex mastery course called 33 Magic Moves. There's infield breakdown that shows approaches being done with hidden camera infield type of footage. 
And I'll be doing redoing that one in the next couple months as well. So just so you know, I'm working on that on my end. And if you want to wait for the update, you can wait or you can get hooked now. It doesn't really matter because it's going to be upgraded for you for free. It just little changes that we make in the members area. So check that out, getterhooked.com if you want to get that. And you'll also have options to get others as well. So there's some other different video courses in there that you can get your hands on. So link for that is in the show notes. And you're going to hear me talk about Hooked again. Uh, it is something that I do promote on this video. So uh, pardon the double promotion here. It's just a quick minute where I'll be talking about that when I talk about how to be a smooth talker. Other updates on my end, I want to appreciate everyone who has written a review on Apple Podcasts. I do read them all. You guys are awesome. Much appreciative. To all my guys in Trips Corner, that is my private Facebook group, which is available to people who have gotten hooked or you have gotten coaching. Uh, shout out to all you guys. It's been great. I've been a lot more active in there recently. The past few months, I've been answering questions, been in there. So that's pretty cool. So any of you who are not in there, if you end up getting hooked, you'll get in there and I'll be talking to you. And once in a while, I just give some little tips. I post in there. I respond to people. I do apologize. There was a good year or two that I was not in there. And that was because I was so busy with the coaching program. I was coaching anywhere from six to seven hours a day, about five days a week something like that. So it was hard for me to put in time to be part of that. But luckily, I have another coach here, Eric, who some of you have worked with. Eric, by the way, is going to be on the podcast soon. So you'll get to know him. He's a coach here at TripAdvice, a very smart man with lots to share. So I'm very excited for him to be a guest on the podcast very soon. You're going to hear from him. Those of you who are working with Eric, I hear you're doing a great job. Seems like everyone is getting amazing results when they work with him. And uh, yeah, so anyway, Eric is able to take a lot of the coaching load so that I can spend more time in Trips Corner, for example. Also, I can create better podcast episodes for you. I even have a new podcast called Relationships Are Underrated that you can listen to if you'd like to learn about relationships. So it is, uh, it's funny, I get on the phone sometimes with people who are interested in coaching and they go, so Trip, is this like a full-time job for you? And I say, full-time? Uh, this is an overtime job for me. Even though I don't consider it a job, this is my passion. This is my life's work. So it never feels like work. Once in a while, it, it can, but I'm so passionate about it that it doesn't feel like I'm working whatever it is, 60, 70 hours a week. It's just what I love to do. And I'm obsessed with it. And that helps with getting you better information, which gets you better results and helps you ultimately. And that is my mission. So yeah, this is something that I work on all the time. It is a more than full-time passion. See how I did that? It's the same job, full-time passion. Hopefully you have a full-time passion. Life is a lot better when you enjoy what you do. And I hope that whatever you're doing in your life, you're enjoying it. I was doing a masterclass recently. It was a masterclass where people joined. It was a Zoom call. And someone said on the Zoom call, he said, hey, Trip." Just so you know, I ended up getting a new job thanks to, I think he said thanks to my advice. I believe that maybe that was some advice I gave him on a, an earlier masterclass that he was a part of. I'll be honest with you, I don't specifically remember. I give a lot of advice, so it's hard to remember. But he said that he got a new job and he's so happy and he loves his life now. 
So I wonder if there's any part of you that feels like you need to be doing something different so that you enjoy your life because a third of your life you're sleeping, at least another third you are more, right? At least another third you are working. So that means two thirds of your life is filled with unconsciousness plus, well, technically even more unconsciousness, right? We tend to go unconscious when we, we do things that we don't like. Sometimes it's uh, a painful experience and we are conscious of it, but it's just no good. So do you want to live two thirds of your life unconscious and in emotional pain? I hope not. I know it's not easy for everyone to just drop what they're doing and get a new job. I understand that. But if you want to change and do something in your life that has meaning to you, that you enjoy, I would highly consider that, even if it's something that, if it's hard, takes a while. I'll tell you, when I first started, well, well I should say, if I go way back, before I started Trip Advice, I was working in the entertainment industry. I always wanted to work in entertainment, in the movies, in TV. I wanted to be part of that world. And I did it for four years. I worked for the producer of Wedding Crashers, along with some other movies that he did. And it was an interesting experience. I did not love it. I ended up hating it at the end. And it was really hard for me to swallow that pill because I wanted to do this for so long. So imagine I did have a passion for something and then I did it. And then I found that I didn't have a passion for it. And it felt weird. There was this weird disconnect made me feel like I should, I should have kept doing it. Like I gave up. There was this, this feeling of, I gave up on something and then it wasn't too soon after that I started getting into dating advice and realized that that became a new passion of mine. And it was several years even after starting Trip Advice. So several years after 2011, I was still going through the breakup in my head with the entertainment industry. I mean, I do in some sense still create media. So I feel like there's still a little bit of a marriage there between my old work and my new work. I create videos and podcasts and things like this and things like this, but it's still not the entertainment industry technically. So it took me a long time to really grasp the fact that I, I, in my head, it was, I gave up on something, but really I reframed it and realized it was something that I thought I would like and getting into it. I realized I didn't, and that's totally okay. So I empathize with people who may be trying to think about doing something new, but feel maybe they're giving up on something or just going into something that's very hard. It's, it's work, but I can tell you to be rest assured that it is work that is worth it in my opinion and in the opinions of others who have done the same thing. Okay, we're a little bit on a tangent here. This is not exactly about how to be a smooth talker, but it's still hopefully advice that resonates with you. Why don't we now move into the main part of the episode today? We're talking about how to be a smooth talker. Here it is. Take notes. Enjoy. Have you ever been to a party or an event of some kind and you witness a guy who's just so smooth with women? Every single word out of his mouth is captivating. Everything he's saying, he's not even flubbing. His body language seems really relaxed and people are just completely drawn to him. He's this super charismatic guy. Well, 
we can call this person a natural. Maybe, we don't know for sure, right? Maybe they've practiced, maybe they've taken advice like this and they've worked on themselves. But either way, there are people out there who are naturals, who are really, really good at smooth-talking women. Well, here's the secret behind the naturals. And the secret behind this is something that we're gonna tap into today on this video so you can be a smooth talker too. And here's the thing, anybody can do this, okay? So this is not just specific for a certain group of men. Any guy can learn this, it just takes understanding how it works, why it works, and then implementing the right formula and techniques to get to that point. And again, this is what we're talking about on this video. So the reason why some people are really good at talking to women, and by the way, I've experienced this too. In fact, I remember in college, I would have some friends that were just so confident and so good at talking to girls, and I was like, how are they doing this? How is this happening? What's going on? The reason is because over their lifetime, they've had a lot of positive reinforcement and positive experiences with talking, with communicating, and especially with women. So what is this gonna do? This is going to build someone's confidence to the point where they're not gonna screw up when they're talking to someone, and they're also not gonna really care if they do screw up when they are talking to someone, but they're gonna appear as a very smooth, suave person. Again, it's because they've had positive experiences and positive reinforcement, so it's led them to this place. How that happened, who knows? There's an infinite amount of ways someone can get to the point depending on who they're raised by, what kind of high school they go to, and so on and so forth. But either way, the fact is, is the positive experiences that they've had. So how does this relate to you? Well, you need to also have a lot of positive experiences so you can get positive reinforcement so you can become more confident when you're talking to women. Here's the other side of it. In order to get those positive experiences, you're gonna have to get a lot of negative experiences because it's just the numbers game and how it works. Meaning, you're gonna have to go out and talk to a lot of women and you're gonna flub and you're gonna screw up and you're gonna feel embarrassed and you're gonna get shy and you're gonna get rejected and all those kind of negative things are going to happen but you gotta get through those to eventually start gaining some of those positive experiences when it does go well, when it does go smooth, when you feel like it is going really great in your interactions, when you feel like, okay, this is good, I got a number, I got a date, I slept with this girl, uh, I got a lot of positive feedback, right? Once you get that positive feedback, it's gonna give you that confidence. Now, at the end of the day, what I'd like to teach you is to not look at any feedback from a woman or look at any uh, outcomes as ways to become more confident. It's kind of a superficial way. I mean, I want you to become confident in the process itself, but I wanna also be realistic and know that once you get those positive experiences and once you have a lot of comfortability with talking to people, that then it's gonna start working out for you. So here's the formula. It's very simple, and this is what you need in terms of becoming a smooth talker and being more charismatic. One, you need a lot of experiences so you get better at the technicality of talking to women and talking to people. And two, you need to build up this kind of thick skin of you not caring what people are thinking as you're going through the process, okay? So it's twofold, it's those two things. The experiences to get the technicalities down, and two, 
not caring what people are thinking and just continuously moving forward. Like I said, that person who you saw as the natural, he has those two things. So you need to do that. Now, in terms of the technicality, I do go over some very specific things to say, some interesting things to say in terms of you being able to kind of seduce or get a woman interested in conversation. I talk about that stuff in my Hooked program, which you can find down below in the description. That is a video course that teaches you all about how to be technically good and how to use certain techniques to be able to build attraction and build investment when talking to a woman. But still, in the rest of this video, what I'll be discussing is more theories and still a few techniques that are going to help you become a smooth talker in the broad sense. Because at the end of the day, if you don't have that, then all this is going to fall apart and even the program Hooked won't work for you, even though I do talk about some of that stuff in the program itself. Again, if you want to check that out and you want to kind of get a A to Z guide in terms of what to do when talking to women, go in the description below and check that out. But first off, what you have to know and something I do talk a lot about in that program is you have to approach a lot of people. And I say this all the time and you're probably hearing it again. Hopefully it's the 10th time you've heard this. So you finally go, okay, Trip, fine. I get it. I need to talk to a lot of people. More specifically though, you need to go out and talk to a lot of people, especially in this beginning process. You need to do it without caring what's going to happen. Okay. So this is going to be building your mental strength, but also getting you to eventually talk to a lot of people. You need to go out, do approaches, start conversations with strangers, go to social events, go to networking events and talk to anyone and everyone you can. Doesn't even have to be women. It can be guys. It can be anybody. But you need to go out and practice this skill of talking to people that you don't know. It's really the only way you're ever going to get better. And I don't care who else you've heard of or other dating coaches who have preached anything. They're all wrong. Listen to me right now. This is the way. You have to go out and talk to tons of people. But more specifically, I want you to create the habit of going out a lot so it's inevitable that you're going to be talking to a lot of people. If I just tell you right now, go out and talk to a lot of people, okay, you get that thought in your head, but are you really going to implement it? Maybe, probably not. So what I would do in terms of next steps is figure out on a weekly schedule, right, Sunday to Sunday, what are days that you can go out to practice talking to people? When can you find a networking event or a social event, something on, I don't know, meetup.com or Facebook or whatever is relevant these days in terms of finding social events? When can you plan things in your calendar? That's what makes it more inevitable. That's what's going to push it more for you to go out and actually do this. Having events, having things to do. And if you're like, Trip, I, there's nothing going on. At the worst case, there's no events, nothing happening. I can't plan anything. Well, we resort to the very basics, which you should do also on top of the events, which is you going out, going to wherever people are, bars, clubs, grocery stores, sidewalks, malls, ped malls, anywhere, and starting conversations with people. Again, more of the technicalities and stuff in terms of how to do that is in my Hooked program that I talked about earlier, which again is in the description below. But even if you don't get that program, at the very least, just go up and start saying hi to people. It sounds crazy, it sounds strange, but this is going to be the way that you're going to get better. My recommendation, and this is me really pushing you to your limits, is doing this at the minimum 
three to four times per week. That's the absolute minimum. Of course, it's kind of like working out because socializing, being smooth with women, being charismatic, being comfortable, talking in the way that I'm talking to you right now, it takes practice. It's like going to a gym. If you want to build muscle, if you want to lose fat, going once per week is okay. Going three to four times per week is better. That is the same thing with this. But actually, it's a little bit different because technically you don't want to go to the gym every day. You need some breaks. But even with this, you want to be going out as much as you can. If you could do every single day, that would be amazing. I remember there was times back in the day when I was learning this stuff and trying to be a better conversationalist was I was going out sometimes for three weeks in a row. Three weeks in a row. That means Sunday through Sunday, I didn't take a break. Can you imagine how much better I was at the end of that three weeks than I was in the very beginning. And three weeks isn't that long of a time. And I know that sounds difficult. I know you have work, you have school, you have things to do, but it depends on how much you want to make this a priority. If you want to make this a priority, if you're a guy who is watching right now who's saying, man, I just wish I could be really, really comfortable in front of women. I wish I could just talk and just have that gift of gab, which by the way, again, it's not a gift. It was learned, right? Like I said earlier, if you want that, go out as much as you can, make it a priority with the habit that I told you earlier. I'll give you right now a little sample of what I do talk about in my hook program. And it's this idea of entertainment, okay? Entertainment is part of this bigger system uh, with TED, I talk about my TED system, where E stands for entertainment. And when I say entertainment, it's a little counterintuitive. I don't mean you're going out and talking to women or people and trying to entertain them, rather, you're trying to entertain yourself. And so this is a really cool technique that's gonna help you with being a smooth talker much faster. If you can entertain yourself, if you can talk about the things you wanna talk about, talk about the things that make you laugh, that are interesting to you, talk about the things that you talk about with other people on a regular basis. Just going out, talking to people and just talking about what you know and what will make a conversation interesting to you, you'll already be a smoother talker than you were before, even if you're a little bit nervous. That's because you're comfortable with the material. That means that you know this stuff like the back of your hand. Just like I'm talking to you now, I've been talking about this stuff for so long. That's why I can do a long video like this with little cuts and just go on and on and on because I'm comfortable with this material. I know this sounds a little meta, but just bear with me here. So again, it's a stuff that you like talking about. Whatever that is, it doesn't matter what the topic. So you can practice going out, talking to people, talking to women, and just giving your opinion on stuff. Talk about stuff that you read. Talk about what you do. Okay, it might not be the most mind-blowing, interesting thing, but at the very least, you're gonna be better at talking about it. You're gonna be more interested in it, which is gonna make the conversation between you and the person have an energy that's a lot different than you going in talking about the boring stuff. Like, what do you do for a living? And asking them a bunch of questions and you just being you know, so focused on them and not yourself, which makes it a lot more rough of a conversation. Now, I wanna piggyback off that idea and give you something else that's really cool. When you go out and do all these approaches that I'm talking about, what ends up happening is that repetition is going to breed familiarity. What that means is that the more you go out and talk to people, you're gonna find, and I'm gonna spoil the secret here, is that you're gonna find that talking to people, 
you end up having the same conversations over and over again. There's really only so many ways to have an initial conversation with anyone. You end up kind of talking about the same stuff. And even you, who's a person who's been talking about the things that you like to talk about, maybe you're talking about those things again. So again, you're kind of repeating the situation. And here's another cool secret is that you don't need every single interaction to be unique from the last one. Every interaction you have with someone, it's okay to talk about something that you've talked about with someone else in the past. And you're gonna find this. Of course, like I said, I'm spoiling the secret for you, but when you go out and have these conversations, you're gonna be like, wow, it's kind of the same. You end up talking about the same stuff. And you're also gonna find what you're good at talking about. And you're also gonna find what works in the interaction, stuff that you're gonna learn and then you can share with other people. So depending on who you are, who's watching this video, it's gonna be different for you, from other people because it all depends on your experiences and the things that you talk about and who you are as a person. But you're only gonna find that out once you do the approaches. That's why I said earlier in my first tip is that you gotta go out and do the approaches but without any of that outcome dependence, without thinking of, okay, every interaction has to go amazing, every single interaction has to lead to a date and I can't get rejected and I can't you know, screw it up and all these things. It's not about perfection. You're never gonna get that way. Nothing's ever gonna be perfect. You kinda have to screw up, make mistakes, have tons of conversations, and then eventually you're gonna find the patterns. And those patterns are the gold. Here's another cool tip for you. What I want you to do, and maybe you have this already, good for you, is get a friend in your life who is a female, okay? So I'm not talking about a girl that you're in the friend zone with. I'm not talking about someone that you previously dated. And like I said, I'm not talking about someone that you are interested in at all sexually or want to be with. This person has to be completely platonic. You have no interest in them. That is a true friend, right? Just like if you're watching this and you're a heterosexual male and you have a friend that's a guy, it's just you being a friend. It has to be that very specific friendship. The reason why I say this is because, of course, I don't want you to be in the friend zone and this is not about you strategizing to try to get out of the friend zone and get this girl to like you. The whole idea is you have an actual friend that is a girl, so what that's gonna do is that's gonna start making you feel more comfortable with women. But I wanna be clear here, what this is not doing, this is not replacing all the other stuff I said earlier. It's not like, okay, you can either have a female friend or do a lot of approaches. They ideally should both go together. You should always be doing lots of approaches and lots of talking, but having that female friend is gonna get you a little bit more comfortable with talking to a woman, but also understanding kind of what a woman is thinking and what she's like and what the female mind is like. You might not get the full insider secrets like we tell you here on the Trip Advice channel because and this is a whole other discussion. Women have a hard time kind of explaining why they're attracted to men. But either way, you're still gonna get a better idea of how a woman thinks when you're hanging out with her versus not. So ideally, you have one or two friends that are women and you can be hanging out with them, spending time with them. And this is gonna, like I said, twofold, get you kind of used to being around women, make you feel a little bit more comfortable. And also you're just gonna learn a lot more about who they are and how they think because they're gonna be talking to you about the things that friends talk about 
things that are going on in their life, the things that they think, their opinions, their thoughts, their emotions, their fears, their good days, their bad days, all that stuff. And there is a little bit of a difference between men and women in terms of how they think and how they talk and how they react to certain things. So it's good to get kind of both of those sides. And cherry on top, you're gonna find out that when you're talking to a woman, they're pretty normal. They're not scary. They're not really that much different than anyone else. Yes, like I said earlier, like a second ago, that they, they react differently to certain things and there are minor differences, but you're gonna at least be friends with them and realize that it's not a big deal. So then when you do end up talking to a girl that you are attracted to, you're not gonna be so scared, so nervous, thinking that, oh my God, I'm now talking to a woman and, and you know, you never do this, so it's gonna be a lot more scary. It's gonna be a little bit more comfortable. And lastly here, understand that one of the reasons why you are flubbing in conversation and you're not really a smooth talker and it's not going as well as you planned or you feel like you're still nervous is because you are putting a lot of energy into thinking that the person that you're talking to is really special. So maybe it's a girl who's really attractive. Maybe you're networking and you're just kind of making up stories in your head like you think that the person you're talking to is better than you or because they're more attractive, you think they're better than you or they're wearing a nice suit or a nice outfit, you think something about them that's not the truth. Well, the thing is, is you make up a lot of stories in your head about the people that you're talking to so you end up making it a bigger deal and you cause this nervousness. So a lot of the reasons why people aren't smooth when talking to other people or strangers or attractive women is because they feel like they're performing. They feel like they have to uh, do something differently to impress the person, to make them feel more comfortable with them when really that person is you too. Everyone's all the same. We're all having these experiences. We're all trying to communicate properly and not be scared. We're all trying to be smooth in conversation. I don't think there's anyone out there that is not somewhat trying to have a good conversation with someone. Maybe they're not actively going out and approaching people, but when they do have the conversations, they're somewhat trying. So understand that everyone is on the same level as you and you don't have to make it into a bigger deal than it is. Again, my point here is that because you're making it into a big deal in your head, you put more pressure on yourself and then you tense up, you flub, and it doesn't go the way that you might want it to. If you want the technicalities, you want the A to Z guide, you kind of want to know where to start with all of this, again, check out my Hooked program at getterhooked.com. The link is in the description below so you can learn more about what it takes to start going out and approaching, what kind of openers to use, what kind of system to put in, and you can learn all that. But at the very least, now you know, now you know that the formula here is you going out, doing a lot of approaches, getting the technicality part down, and then on the other side, doing this in a way where you're not caring what people are thinking about you and you're not focused on what's happening with them and what they're thinking, but you just going out and doing it. And there you go, that's the formula. That's what happens when you see someone who's doing a great job at talking, communicating, and being really smooth and charismatic with women. Hope that helps. I know that was a lot. I hope you took notes here. Good luck, start implementing some of that stuff. Hopefully this week you can start putting in a plan to be going out and making it a habit. And I'll talk to you on the next video.